good morning good morning good morning i pray all is well with you and your families i pray you thank the lord for waking you up on this morning for this is the day that the lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it um jesus this morning was a little rough for rosina i tell you the truth uh so um throughout the night i woke up you know another one another mother has lost a child here in knoxville uh and uh, he was 19 years old, which is the same age that my son, Sydney, was murdered. Uh, and my heart goes out to you, Mom. Um, I can't imagine what you're going through for the simple fact. My son was not murdered in my face. Uh, so I can't sit here and lie to you and be like, oh, it's going to be okay, because that's an image that will probably never leave your head. Um, but just know that I'm praying for you. My heart goes out to you. Um, to all the other mothers who have lost children. And it's not even just in Knoxville, Tennessee, because these murders are going on all around the country. So for you moms who have lost children, uh, my heart goes out to you. And I pray that in time, your heart will heal just as mine has. Uh, the Lord has graced me and blessed me. Um, God's grace is truly sufficient. And I didn't get on here to constantly just talk about God because I know right now many of you are questioning God and you're asking God, why did he let your child die at such a young age? You know, um, but just know that your child tried to remember the great memories and know that your child has finished his or her work here on earth. Many people's children have died for many different reasons. You've got car accidents, you've got domestic violence, you've got gun violence, um, drownings, strangulations. Uh, you've got mothers who have had stillborn babies, mothers who have had miscarriages. So, you know, the thing about death, our children die from different, you know, different reasons but no mother wants to ever bury a child that she has given birth to you know some people jesus some people's children battling with cancer you know um some people's children have illnesses that they were born with you know genetically not knowing um so the difference in the deaths are this An unexpected death hits hard you know, um, when your child is ill and in the hospital, going back and forth to the hospital and, you know, you're getting tests ran on them and, you know, the doctor tell you whatever report they tell you, you know, you have time to prepare and things like that. But when it's a sudden death, you know, murder, uh, car accident, drowning, uh, domestic violence, you know, things of that nature, uh, it, it, it hits a different way and it hurts and people don't understand it and people think that you know it doesn't matter but you know it don't matter until it happens to them and that's the thing about it you know many people many people many people you know even in your families they will feel like you know the death of your child didn't matter until they lose a child you understand uh people don't understand until they go through it like that's just you know that's just it that's just all and so we can't expect them to understand but what people do need to understand is this no matter what stop judging people who have lost children stop judging their grief their mourning 
and their healing because you don't know what God is doing within them. Um, and you just really need to watch your mouth because you may be next because no one is exempt from losing a child, period. You know, uh, as much as we would love to be like, oh, I'll never lose a child. You know, Mary watched her son be crucified on the cross. She watched Jesus be crucified. So if Mary can watch her son be crucified, what make you think you can't watch your son be crucified? What make you think that you won't lose a son or a daughter? I mean, you all need to think about that, especially those of you in the body of Christ who love to judge those of us who have lost children and judge our mourning, our grieving, and our healing because it's a process throughout the whole thing. You know, uh, November 21st, it will be six years since my son, Sidney Maurice Jackson Jr. was murdered you know, um, here in the city of Knoxville. Uh, many other young men were murdered that same year. Um, Jesus. You know, there's so many different stages of grief. You know, I'm going to give you some examples. When Sydney was first murdered, you know, how many of you all are able to rep your uh, church and how you all are able to rep your business and things of that nature, um, your ministry, your business. It doesn't matter if you're in the church or outside the church, but how you all are able to, you know, rep your little, you know, your gear. So here's the thing, you know, mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers and cousins, uncles and aunts. You know, things like that. What we rep when our children die or family members die or their faces. You know, when Sydney was first killed, I got a sweatshirt made with my Sid. And it's a picture of me with him. You know, um, when he was three months old, a chunky little baby. <laughs> uh, and then on the back, when he was in high school at Fulton and a football player. You know, great memories, right? Try to focus on the positive as hard as it may be and then I went through another stage you know this was the last Christmas that we spent with Sydney in 2014 at my aunt's house you know uh, that's the picture that's actually on his obituary <laughs> and his uh, graduation picture and then you know this one when he was at college at TSU you know <laughs> You know, just good memories, good memories, good memories. And then when, after my mother died in 2018, well, you know, I, I went through another phase of like the city of Knoxville, like God, like Lord, protect the city, you know, and let's save our families incorporated when he gave me the, the ministry, save our families incorporated, you know, uh, that was after my mom died. And then uh, here we are, five plus years later, and after Sid and my mother dying. And so, you know, we had to change up the whole coat, make it professional from pain to purpose. And it saved our families incorporated, you know, because we're taking back our joy by the blood of Jesus. And so, uh, Like many of you all don't get it. It's hard for parents. It's hard. It's not easy. Uh, there's phases. There's, there's, it's, it's hard. But God, you know, um, God's grace is truly sufficient. 
and he has given me the peace that surpasses all understanding and um i just pray that someday he will do the same for all the moms out there and the reason i'm saying moms it's different from moms and dads because why the mother carry the baby in their womb you know we connect to that baby we bond to that baby we hear that baby's heartbeat we feel that baby kicking and punching you know uh, we watch that child grow up god especially the single moms who work so hard for their child to have the best future and for someone to violently take their life it's hard you know uh, you all think it's easy because you all see the grace of God on people's life but you all don't know what go on in the background you know uh, you have a life and death certificate your child you've got a birth certificate for your child and a death certificate for your child you have autopsy reports you have the police report you have names of individuals that you gotta wait on the police to do their job because the Lord tells you over and over again that vengeance is mine, I will repay. Be still and know that I am God. Y'all don't know the strength that it takes to just truly trust in the Lord and have faith. Y'all don't. And for you parents out there that are struggling right now, just know that God will never leave you nor forsake you. Question God, cry out to God, ask for God to tell you what happened, to show you what happened. He will send people to you, I promise. Cry out to the Lord in prayer. Cry out to him. And he will let you know exactly what happened to your child who was responsible even though they've lied. And once again, people... Your child's murderer is on your child's obituary or in the book of the receiving of friends. And I cannot say this to you all enough. It is the people closest to you that have murdered your child. The people closest to your child are responsible. It's not strangers it's not strangers you all don't want to believe that the people closest to you will be the ones to hurt you but make no mistake about it it's the people closest to you the people who was closest to your child it's not a stranger it's not a stranger you've got to know this you've got to know this you all have to start learning how to question and interrogate the person who killed the people that were around your child. Y'all better learn to interrogate, question, and don't be afraid to do it. And then be willing to listen because they will tell on themselves. 
I promise you this, it's the people closest who know. Even if they didn't kill, they know the people who did. I'm telling you, so much information came to me after my son was murdered. From what people that I knew personally, people that were close to me, people I consider family. Everybody wanted to talk once he did, but everybody was quiet while he was alive. So just know. Questioning the people on the obituary and the receiving of friends. Question the people that are around you right now while you are grieving and sad. The people that are in your face acting like they care because some of them people are there being nosy to see what information that you already know. They're wanting to know if you know anything so they can go back and tell the killer. You all must understand these murders are not happening by coincidence. They are not as much as you all would like to believe that they are. They're plotted. They're premeditated. They're actually hits. Some of them are hits. Some of them are hits. Some of them are literally assassinations. My son was targeted, plotted against, premeditated murder, and they killed him. It was a hit. So make no mistake. Many of you parents are going through the same thing. Many of you are going through the same thing. And as much as you don't want to believe it, it's time for you to believe it. It's time for you to believe it. The truth hurts, but somebody has to tell it. Uh, you know, the other day I was going through some fouls. I was setting up, you know, get ready to work from home. Praise the Lord, work from home. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Man, you just got to know the Lord been blessing us during the pandemic. I mean, the Lord been blessing me and my family during the pandemic. Like, you ain't got to believe it. You ain't got to like it. But one thing's for sure and two things for certain. The Lord has been blessing me and my family during the pandemic. Why? Because, gosh, we know what I'm going We trust in God. We have faith in God. We believe the report of the Lord. You know what I mean? Like, we ain't faking this thing. Ain't no front, ain't no front. We trust God, and we know that God got our back. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. So, I'm going through thousand things. I found a lot of stuff, so make no mistake about it. But this just blessed me. The prayer of salvation. You know, uh, one Halloween, you know, we went out uh, evangelizing at church and um jesus with more look at my today evangelist deborah george jesus and i had no idea she was gonna have me pray the last prayer jesus you know it was a powerful prayer because like i said warfare not pretty and you know if you're here to be cute you know that's not what it's about like prayer evangelizing snatching souls out of hell ain't nothing cute about it but however the prayer of salvation using the five finger points um this is the other side of the card you know so, you know, and, and, and I'm, I was just so happy to find this because, you know, at the end of the day, this thing is about soul winning no matter what, who likes it, who don't. It's not about looking cute. It's not about, you know, getting attention. It's not about being heard. It's not about being seen. It's about snatching souls out of hell. Make no mistake about it because the devil not playing. So the body of Christ needs to stop playing, period, point blank. So, however, 
you know, dear Lord, Jesus, you know, because if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I confess that I am a sinner and cannot save myself. I believe you died on the cross to pay for my sin and purchased a place for me in heaven. I receive the gift right now by faith. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. Today, I am saved in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, you know, you, you just got to know. You got to know that you need Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And I love this part right underneath it. It says, after leading them in prayer in the prayer of salvation, welcome them to the kingdom of God and pray over them for God to meet any needs deliver them from all evil and to keep them in their new walk with jesus sweet jesus and guess who stamped it firebrand nation my god my god firebrand nation well alone i'm a flame together we are fire firebrand nation what do we do after leading them in prayer i could have in the prayer of salvation welcome them into the kingdom of god welcome 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 I get more sinny. Welcome them into the kingdom of God. You welcome them into the kingdom of God. You welcome them with loving, open arms, a heart of understanding into the kingdom of God. And you pray over them for their well-being to make sure that any evil coming their way, seen or unseen, that the Lord protects them in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm okay, You know. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. The five finger pattern to salvation. The thumb. Heaven is a free gift. Romans 6 and 23. The index finger. Man is a sinner and cannot save himself. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. Oh, did you all hear that? Man is a sinner and cannot save himself. Ay, 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 ay. I'm gonna say the middle finger. God loves you, but hates your sin. God loves you, but he hates your sin. Come out, come out wherever you are. First John 4 8 B and Exodus 34 7 B. The ring finger. Jesus is the infinite God, man, and bridge to God. Second Corinthians 5 verses 20 through 21 and first peter 2 and verse 24 the little finger the gift is received by faith acts one i mean i gotta act 16 and 31 you know i, I love the index finger you know this finger everybody always want to point at people so you know you like go my i said let's let, let's just point it let's just point it i get it point 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 Man is a singer, man is a sinner and cannot save himself. Ephesians 2, verses 8 through 9. Look in the mirror and point the finger at yourself and realize you are a man or a woman that live in your flesh. And if you are sinning, you cannot save yourself. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. You know, I pray you all have a blessed day. I pray you all repent and pray. But one thing's for sure and two things for certain. For all of you, you ought to know that we all are called to evangelize, period, point blank. And after you do that, you welcome the people into the kingdom of God with open arms and love, care, understanding, patience, and kindness. I'm okay, see. I love the Lord and I love Bible. You all have a great day. Thank you.